time to check in with the one and only 1L, Michelle Cummins, and the Cummins Real Estate Group Show. I'm Curtis Pope. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm doing great this morning, Curtis. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. Can't complain. Things are going well. Love it. I love it. Now, it's of always course, good when things are going well. They are, and i got to let you know because I know it was part of the deal that I had to get my hot water tank replaced within the thir- first 30 days of my new place. And you did so. On about day 27, yes. <laughs> Way to keep it to the 11th hour. Actually, you did pretty good. Ninth hour. <laughs> <laughs> so where did you, did you get a good, uh, did you have a good service provider help you out or where did you? Yeah, well, we've, got, we've actually used the uh, the fine folks at Direct Heat before and they're, they're fantastic. They do great work. They're quick. And uh, so, yeah, they came in and uh, set us all up. Nice. Very nice. Yes, they are good. I've heard some great things about them. Well, the thing is, Albert does his own commercials, so he comes into the radio station. He's a super nice guy, but it's a little intimidating because he's got a better voice than any of the announcers here. <laughs> okay, i got to hear it. Yeah, Albert's got a big old voice on him. It's, it's, you know, he's, he does a good, great job on the commercials, too. Ah, good voice is hard to come by, and it's so nice when you hear it. Don't I know it? I'm still trying to get that good voice. So. <laughs> You're still working on it. How many years later? Yeah, it's a work in progress. Oh, come on. Your voice is awesome. It gets um, the job done. I called it caramel. It's like caramel is what I called it. And you're like, what? Yeah, I like <laughs> that. I, I think I saved that somewhere when you said that. Because I'm like, nobody's ever said that before. So I'm, that's a keeper. <laughs> uh, guess what I just had done yesterday. Um. Well, I'm going to go with uh, you had uh, your hair done. No, I never get my hair done. <laughs> Actually, no, I do. Once in a blue moon. You got your nails done? Uh, no, not that either. You, they are raw. They're natural, all natural. You bought a new and, car? No, please. No, not another one. <laughs> okay, one well, I, I, I'm out of guesses. I don't know. So I had a friend uh, of my sister-in-law, his name is Mark, and he owns, well, he does this uh, handmade furniture. He's amazing, and he's built like eight different structures for my sister's five-acre property in Maple Ridge, and I've been wanting, you know, um, I want to get a horse, and one of the reasons I moved out to Agassiz, and I need a nice barn for my horse, so I had him out to have a look at the space and to just get some ideas, and I'm so excited. I'm going to go to his place next week and have a look at a few things, but he he drew out uh, a plan, and I'm so excited. He's probably going to start on it next week some point. Okay, Mike. And his name is Mark with a C, and it's MarksOutdoorFurniture.com is his website. He's got some things on there, but he does amazing work. Like, really, he, could, he, uses, he made a picnic table. My sister and brother-in-law, they bought us a picnic table for Christmas. It's beautiful, handmade by him, and he used wood from, you know, you know when Stanley Park had that big windstorm and they lost a lot of great trees? Yep. So... He has wood from there, from Stanley Park, and that's what he made our picnic table out of. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he just delivered it yesterday. Okay, so, so I only have one. How big of a, one question here is how big of a, of a horse barn are you building? Like, how many horses are you going to get? Well, one for sure, and I want a big horse because I'm used to tall, big, um, something. I would love a Frisian. Oh, my gosh, I love those horses. But so I, I thought, though, Max, 
two horses. So I don't want to limit it to just a one horse stall barn. Who has a one horse stall barn? So I'm going to have them do a two horse stall barn where the, the center is removable. So you can have it as one big like loafing um, stall or separated and have the two. So that's what I'm going to have them do. Got to be careful. If you build too big of a barn, you're going to get cars in it. Oh, you're right. I better keep it to single uh, door access, not double wide, not not car width. No. Because if you give Richard that opportunity, you're going to come home and go, wait a minute, did we just buy two more cars? It'll happen. You know us. You know us so well. (laughs) I understand the mentality of a car guy. I grew up with a father who's a car guy, so I get it. (laughs) Oh, it's fun. I mean, cars and houses and clothes. Yeah, I like those things. Well, now that you've got your uh, walk-in closet up and running. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so there was a little delay. Um, There was a little bit of a delay, but it's happening next week. Okay, so you're going to have all these new clothes you've forgotten you have. I know. My my kitty cat, Bibi, he's he's been playing in the clothes, so he's enjoying them more than I am right now. That was my next question for you. I was going to ask how Bibi's doing. He's doing excellent. And, you know, before your eyes, you don't notice how kids, or in this case, kittens grow fast. But uh, looking at a photo, one month as of yesterday is when we got him. So we've had him for one month. And he's already grown so much since then. I want him to stay small forever. Yeah, you see, that's one of the benefits of our of our youngest cat. Our, you know, he's coming up on a year old, I guess. He's not a big cat. I mean, he's definitely bigger than a kitten. But compared to the other two cats, he's on the smaller side. Oh, that's cute. Is it because did you not, did you feed him twice a day? Like, what did you feed him? Uh, You know what? Our cats are constantly eating. I don't even know. Like, we go through cat food at an alarming pace. And I'm like, how much are we feeding these cats? Like, I keep asking my kids, though, well, they're hungry. I'm like, of course they're hungry because if you keep, they whine, you feed them. Oh, but how can you help when you hear the meow? I know. And, and, and you know, look, our one cat is is literally steps away from having to be put on, like, weight-reducing cat food. <laughs> They're so cute when they whine, though. And, I've, and, I, and I say that to, to Tigger all the time. I'm like, if you don't slow down and get some more exercise, I'm going to have to put you on weight-reducing cat food. And I swear, her ears perk, and she gives me the weirdest look, like, don't you swear at me. They're smart. They know what you're talking about. She understands, and she's not happy about that concept. So um, I have to say that I wanted to give us a shout-out this week to somebody who is amazing. Uh, I, you know, every once a month I go and I try to get, like, the great deals for wine at the BC liquor store or a a liquor store. I love the discounts, right? (laughs) Who doesn't? So I always kind of look at what they have and do my, like, one-month wine gathering. And this amazing, smart man, he's been there for years. His name is Henning. I love his name. He is at the Mission location. So, I mean, I've gotten to know him throughout the years. He listens to our radio show all the time, too. So he wants me to say hi to you, Curtis, for him. Well, and hello to him. And if he knows all about wine and alcohol, he's already a friend of mine. <laughs> he is so fun and funny and, like, just he, he knows everything. You ask, what do you think about this? And he, he has literally tried everything. He's a wine connoisseur. He's amazing, and we're lucky enough uh, to have him at the mission location. Like, I'll specifically wait and, like, just go to that location sometimes just so I can talk to him about the wine and get his opinion on it. Well, you know, when you find somebody that has that kind of knowledge, you know, it, it can go a long way. 
They can. Oh, so, okay, so I work real estate, and uh, I know I want to talk a lot about real estate this segment, and we're going to talk about on the ne- next segment, okay, seven tips to buying a home in today's market, which is very timely. Also, buying and selling during a pandemic, very timely. What men and women want in a home in 2021? Timely, but also it almost could be a name of a movie. And how Canadians are still showing strong interest in purchasing real estate. So uh, we're going to get all that in. Wow, that's a lot to get into one segment. It's true, but we can do it. Wow, okay. Well, we still have like three minutes here if we want to dive into something. That's good. Let's dive into... Canadians are still showing strong interest in purchasing real estate. Let's do that. Let's talk about that. Since we're in Canada, why not? Why not? At the end of January... 60% of Canadians said they were looking to buy a property, while 58% of those were looking at only putting 5% down. I think that's a big stat. 60% of Canadians looking to buy a property this year? Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Well, at the end of January, that was a stat. And COVID-19 behaviors and the interest rates that just seem to continue getting lower. I mean, some are at 1.3% right now. That's amazing. Uh, they are contributing factors. And so that's a major thing about uh, Canadians are showing so much interest in purchasing real estate right now. Um, those two being the big things. Of course, the changes that everyone now working from home. So many things are happening that way. Um, and talking about that, when I look at what's the most expensive properties in the Fraser Valley where we're in, and not not talking about development properties or future development or holding properties for investment, just talking about, let's say, just your regular property, okay? What's the most expensive ones in the Fraser Valley? Well, by large, it's Langley. Langley seems to draw the highest prices overall on average and currently. So like the top few properties, the highest price ones are all in Langley. I mean, there's beautiful estates in Langley, gorgeous estates. There's Fort Langley, Willoughby Heights, Walnut Grove, Brookswood. Um, oh, one that we talked about um, at at some point in the show. But now this one's more for, you know, a business investor, but it's just so unique. And it is the highest price one. Most of them are like $16 million, uh, $17 million. 15 million. This one just happens to be a cool 24,588,000 and it's off 200 uh, at the High Point. So it's the whole High Point Equestrian Estate, 13 acres, and it has the caretaker's cottage, but okay, it's like a caretaker's mansion, in my opinion. No, but it's gorgeous property, revenue making, and you can live there and enjoy it, uh, or it's just amazing. But the other ones, there's one in Otter district and that one's just beautiful it's gorgeous and that one's at the 16.9 million one but yeah i mean it's it's langley langley brings in the highest price just estate properties that we have in the area now abbotsford's the highest price point for agricultural land like farmland properties Uh, and then you know of course white rock has its you know one-offs that are quite um well priced you know when you get in on the water the ocean views and such um but for overall, it's Langley. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. So uh, we should probably go on break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about the seven tips to buying a home in today's market and buying and selling during the pandemic. And my fun one, what men and women want in 
a home in 2021. Sounds good. And if people want more information on what you do as a realtor, where can they go? MichelleCummins.ca. And we are back with more right after this. Cummins Real Estate Group show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. Now, I know we have a series of topics here, so we should probably get right at it, Michelle. Okay. I want to talk about what do men and women want when looking for a new home? Okay. This is, okay, similar preferences first. So, similar. Three bedrooms is about 40%. Two bathrooms, 49%. Detached house, 73%. With a garage, 70% of both. Master bedroom with an ensuite, 68%. So the detached with the garage, master bedroom with ensuite is quite high um, percentages of where both men and women want. Now, what do women want? Hmm. Okay, so an updated HVAC system, 73%. Surprising, but that's, that's what they want. They don't want to haul around a clunker, big, heavy vacuum cleaner. They just want it simple, easy, go into a dirt container that I don't see because it's in the garage and I don't have to clean out because my husband probably will, (laughs) Uh, HVAC system. And then patio or deck, 65%. Updated kitchen, 64%. Is that surprising for Canada that, you know, an updated kitchen you would think would be much higher than a patio or deck, but... Maybe because of the weather we live in and our and how beautiful our area is and everything that we want to be outside more when we can. So, and you know, only one percent higher than the updated kitchen, but patio and deck got that extra little percent. And then walk-in closet, sixty percent. So that's hence why I so want my walk-in closet to be finished and that I converted a whole bedroom into a closet so I could have a walk-in closet. Yeah, that makes sense. And when I think about our house, the only difference is I was the one who wanted the updated kitchen because Kelly doesn't cook. But yeah, that all makes sense. And and yeah, we definitely got the deck space on the new house that you found us because, uh, well, we have three decks, so there's no shortage of deck space. Your deck space is so amazing. It's great, perfect for entertaining and just entertaining yourselves. Yeah, I can't wait for some nice weather so I can actually maybe sit on the deck and enjoy a coffee. So, you know, even give me 10, 12 degrees, I can sit there. I'm happy with it as long as it's not raining. Exactly. A little hail's okay for you, a little snow. I, you know, if the snow's coming down, I'd be fine sitting there. I can bundle up. I lived in the north. I'd be fine with that. But yeah, haven't really been able to enjoy the deck yet. Now, the hot tub's another story, enjoying that, but haven't really been able to enjoy the deck at all. You got to use your hot tub in the summer too, just without heat, kind of like a, a pool. Yeah, use it as a cool pool. You take your temperature down to like you know bare minimum kind of guess. So I've been told that many times. Because your hot tub is uh, is is a good size. It's what they call a, a swim spa, right? So yeah, it is. It's yeah. it's huge. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So talking about what men want, then uh, most men uh, private outdoor space. So private outdoor space. I didn't dig into that to see exactly what that means, but I can probably gather it means like 
you know, a you know, workshop, kind of a place to work on your cars or, or whatnot. What do you think? Yeah, I would think it probably means like, yeah, some kind of a, you know, a shed, a storage area, somewhere where you can escape the family. Or it could, I guess, mean like just a, you know, some people like to have the hedges pretty high. It's not that they have against their neighbors or anything, but they like to have that privacy in their backyard. Maybe it could be that. Yeah, I think, yeah, you're right. Oh, and this next one is right up your alley, Curtis, an updated kitchen 67% of men want that. Yeah, well, that was one of the things on our list of to-do list of what we wanted, the needs and wants that you had to work your way through, which was far too long, but you were able to somehow meet pretty much everything on the list. Oh, miracles do happen. They do. <laughs> no, but women with the updated kitchen was 64%, but with men it was 67%. Like, I, I, that's interesting well i think you know times have changed there's a lot more men that do a lot of the lion's share of cooking than there used to be i think so uh and then the next one energy saving appliances 60 percent, which makes sense very much sense uh and hardwood floors 57 percent. yeah that wow. makes sense to me because you know who wants to go and vacuum and clean carpets especially i can remember our old house when the kids were really young Oh, the carpets were so bad so quickly with kids. That makes sense. So less maintenance, less having to uh, carpet clean and seam clean and, and replacing floors as much. So and then there's allergies and stuff for people too. That's true. Okay, so the responses indicate a shift towards more dedicated living spaces, both inside and outside, along with money-saving upgrades that can improve livability and lower the cost of living, which we all can use. So buying and selling during a pandemic, virtual showing. Well, nobody in their right mind wants to buy a house or sell a house during a pandemic. I learned that the hard way. Exactly. But, you know, it it seems like there's never been a better time to buy, but also seems like there's never been a better time to sell. So very interesting. Well, you know Uh, what I found about it was is actually, especially during a pandemic, when everything's cut back, it was actually a lot easier to focus on the tasks on hand and to really kind of vet everything we looked at. And it actually had its advantages. Actually, that is a good point. And thanks for bringing that up for everyone who's listening, because you did go through it through the thick and thin, the the heart of the whole pandemic. So you've got a few things to share there. And it was also a welcome distraction from not being able to do anything. (laughs) That is a good one, too. Yeah, because, yeah. And you're glad you did it when you did? Uh, Yeah, because the house we found, absolutely, I'm glad we did it when we did it. Yeah. See, I would say if you can buy... And you find the right place to buy, you should buy. Whether it's a seller's market, balanced market, or a buyer's market. Absolutely. If you can find that dream house, you you, you got to jump on it. Jump in with all two feet. The other day I said four feet. And it was like, wait a second, I'm thinking BB. I don't have four feet. <laughs> Man. Um, so for, okay, so buying and selling during the pandemic, a few of the things is virtual showings has been have been huge. So technology platforms enabling the virtual showings have become invaluable. Uh, of course, real estate sites uh, with all the great information. And now that they allow so many more photos and more virtual links and more documents uploads and just so much more, um, they, we've seen a 494% increase in requests for video home tours 
and and that's just amazing. Uh, desktop and drive-by appraisals have been happening. So with the appraisers, instead of coming into the home, a lot of times lately they've been doing it by desktop. So when people go, when they ask me for evaluations and uh, I say, I always say, would you like an in-home evaluation or would you like a tabletop uh, evaluation or, you know, desktop? And they always say, oh, what is that? And so that's just one that where I don't walk through the home, but maybe a video or you send me photos or, you know, things like that. So that's been a uh, huge and live video inspection. So the inspectors, some of them have been saying, hey, I don't want the buyers here. I don't want the realtors here. I don't even want the homeowners here. Uh, you know, insure, they are uh, insured and bonded uh, if they're a licensed inspector. So they go in and they can videotape. They've been doing virtual um, via live videos for their clients. And uh, they've been also recording the process for their clients to watch at their leisure. And then they follow up with great photos in the report later on. But that's been the trend. Also, mortgage rates and locks. So some lenders are extending rate lock periods. So instead of just a three-month uh, hold for your pre-approval, they've been going a little longer, allowing home buyers to secure good rates despite longer loan processing times because that's been taking a long time as well, um, is processing the approvals. And then employment verification. So lenders now accept an email from an employer or a recent year-to-date pay stub uh, or a bank statement showing a recent payroll deposit as proof of employment. So that's been a little bit better. And uh, then I wanted to move into the seven tips to buying a home in today's market. So seven. Seven's a lucky number. I like the number seven. So uh, it, it is an extremely competitive environment right now, and buyers have to be prepared to move quickly. And we've talked about a little bit about this in different ways in, in previous episodes. Uh, so you can always go back and have a listen to, that, to our podcast or on our website or our YouTube. Uh, but here are seven tips to avoid being left out in the cold. Number one, speed matters. So well-maintained homes that have been priced appropriately can sell in days. If they're not waiting to look at offers, they will sell upon the first showing, I'm telling you, like quicker than you could blink. But if they're waiting to hold off on offers, it's usually within a week. So all the homes, if they're priced properly, which seems like everyone is nowadays, they're selling within a week. So if you really like a property, make sure you have an offer ready. Number two, pick an experienced agent. If you're in the Fraser Valley, give me a call. I'd love to help you. Uh, when buying a home, find an agent who you trust and is available 24-7 and will search for off-market listings so you get a jump on other prospective buyers. Like, you you can't just trust on the MLS system right now. Your agent, and you got to look at the different ways. Number three, be prepared. Decide your budget and find a good home inspector who will be available on short notice. I just did a couple this weekend. Boom, boom. They were right there for, for me and my clients when I gave them a call. Before you start looking at homes, just make sure you've got all these ducks in a row and be prepared. This can help facilitate a fast closing. Number four, get pre-approved. How many times have we talked about that one, Curtis? Just a few times. <laughs> just a few. Make sure you know whether you are eligible, eligible Sorry for the appropriate loan. Once you are pre-approved, you can move quickly when you want to make an offer. So get that pre-approval and get a letter or email from your financial institution showing the pre-approval. Number five, expect com competition. <laughs> it's a given. The market is very competitive and multiple offers are becoming more common. Ask your agent how an escalation clause works and be prepared to employ it in competition. Number six, prepare your down payment. The more money you can put down, the better. And even better yet, 
have it be given straight to the seller instead of being put in trust. That will help your offer. This signifies to a seller that you're a serious buyer and puts you in a stronger bargaining position. Number seven, the best and luckiest number, patience can pay off. Homes that have been sitting on the market may be an opportunity. Sellers are more likely to negotiate on price and more options will become available in the next few months. As we go into spring, there will be more listings coming onto the market. I'm already starting to see that as I'm getting a few more listings next week, which I'm going to hop into right now. So new listings hitting the market. I've got a actually exclusive pre-construction three-bedroom south-facing condo in the newest condo project coming to Mission in over a decade. It's a huge uh, deck. This has a huge deck with river views, mountain views, valley views. Again, a three-bedroom condo. It's in the building marked Wren and Raven. Price is going to be around 550000 and their phase two is, is, is coming out as well. So be prepared. Phase two is coming out. Uh, this pre-construction condo is amazing. It's going to be in about estimated completion 2024. And so you just need a deposit now, and you've got a few years to build up everything else. Uh, so it's gorgeous. Okay, then another one, pre-sale coming down to the market. This week is a two-bedroom, two-bathroom, 900-square-foot condo in Mission. Again, coming next week, and it's priced at 350000 And then I've got a quote for this week. Surprise, surprise. This one is, productivity is never an accident. It is always a result of a commitment to excellence, intelligent planning, and focused effort. And that's by Paul Mayer. Oh, very, very nice indeed. All right. Well, if people want more information about what you can do for them as a realtor, and I know you have stats galore and all that stuff, where can they go? MichelleCummins.ca. Make plans to join us again next week when once again we will talk real estate in order to unlock your real estate potential on a show where real estate is maximized. Thanks for listening.